It is Yud Gimel Shvat Tavshin Peidal, the 13th of the month of Shvat 5784, here at the database of Rabbi Shavu Eisenberg. We're here at Inyana Diyomi. We're going to be looking at a few Gemaras in Bavakama that cropped up recently that have connections to our recent week's Parshias and this week's Parsha. We will start with a connection to this week's Parsha, Parsha's Bashalach on today's Daf, which is Bavakama Daf Pei Beis, 82 in Bavakama. And then afterwards, we will look at a couple of recent Gemaras that have connections to the recent Parshias as well. But the connection on today's daf is a very direct connection. The Gemara is discussing the Takanos of Ezra, and among them, the Gemara discusses the Takana of Kriyasat Torah on Mondays and Thursdays. It asks the Gemara, V'shahayu, Korin, V'sheni, V'chamishi, Ezra Tikein, that which they decreed, the reading of the Torah on Mondays and on Thursdays, that was instituted by Ezra, that was uh, instituted way earlier. When? In this week's parasha. Right, the Pasuk in B'Shalach tells us that they traveled for three days after Kriyas Yamsuf, after they exited the Yamsuf, traveled for three days, there was no water. And that's when they arrived at Mara. However, Darshe Rishimo Samru, those who Darshan in this drush sort of way, in this um, perhaps we could say metaphoric way, homiletical way, understood this Pasuk differently, that Ein Mayim Elatora. That there is no water reference other than a reference to Torah. The Pasuk says, That all those who are thirsty can come and drink. A Pasuk from Yeshayahu. The famous idea that just like we cannot live without water, we cannot live without Torah. And therefore we have to have, every three days there has to be a little bit of Torah reading. And the uh, Gemara um, suggests different answers. Um, what exactly was instituted in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu at the time of Parshas B'Shalach? What kind of Torah learning did they do? Was it only three psukim um, or, or per, three, per three people? And at the end, when Ezra came along, he instituted that there would be ten psukim um, read in all. Be that as I may, in this Gemara, we are reminded of the importance of Torah to our everyday life. Certainly, we should have Torah learning all the time, but on Mondays and Thursdays, and of course on Shabbos, we make sure that we don't go three days without learning Torah, or perhaps reading from the text of Torah. Because after all, if you would go that amount of time without drinking, so of course a person would die. So lest the person think, okay, well, I only need to go, you know, I only shouldn't go three days without learning Torah, well, let's see how many days you'd actually agree to go without drinking. It does put things into perspective a little bit. But anyway, that's the Gemara on today's Daf and Bavakama on Pei Beis. Now, if we look at the Gemara and Bavakama on Daf, Pei from two days ago, so we have one Gemara that sort of references that which we find in Parashas Bo, and then we actually find a reference to something that goes back to Va'era. So the Gemara had been discussing different kinds of animals, uh, that you are not allowed to raise in Eretz Yisrael. Among them, these small domesticated animals, which were grazing in other people's uh, grazing areas in their in their lands, in their grasslands. So there, the Gemara discusses a conversation between Rabban Gamliel and his Talmidim. So they asked him about a particular um, small domesticated animals. Mahulagada, what about raising them? Amr Laheni said, Mutter, that it was allowed. I, but the mission says of Hatanani, my godlin, you're not allowed to raise these animals there. Elo says the Gemara, rather, this is how you have to read how it was taught. What does it mean that they were allowed 
to keep those animals to they cannot just be grazing around in other people's flocks they have to be tied to the leg of the bed of course that's what we find by the Karvam Pesach that was Shabbos HaGadol when the Mitzrim watched as their god was tied to the bed and that's apparently what Rangamaliel is telling them to do with these domesticated animals so that they do not disturb other people um, and eat from their flocks, I mean, um, eat from their uh, grazing areas. And then later on that daf, we find the reference, which actually bears connection to Bo as well. Last week's Parja Parja is Bo, but it's more specifically to Vaera. The Gemara discusses different kinds of tragedies that a person is allowed to cry out even on Shabbos. And the Gemara discusses different kinds of of wounds. This is considered something that you can cry out for. That the shrin, the boils that Hashem brought on the Egyptians, it was moist on the outside and dry on the inside. There was the shrin that was on them, on the animals and on the people. And this was apparently the maka at which point HaKadosh Baruch had to harden the heart of Paro. Otherwise, Paro would have for sure given in, which brings rise to the question of whether or not Paro's free choice was taken away. The Sfarno has a famous answer that Hashem enabled Paro's free choice by hardening his heart, because otherwise Paro would have given in. And the Rambam says that, in fact, Hashem did take away Paro's free choice because Paro had been so wicked up until that point that he lost the right to his free choice. But here we have on our Adopim some references to the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And if you enjoy this year, another like on the podcast. I want to partner up with us with a sponsorship. If you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group, where you can find links to be uploaded, share, and share them that I repost due to their relevance, then all you have to do is reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the data then base, B E I S at gmail.com. Till next time, stay tuned and not tuned to these awesome in Yana Diomi. Thank you for joining us here at the database.